Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. About meeting the official on first down. How did you guys do in that regard? Yeah, horrible uh, on first down, to be really honest. I mean, those are the drives we didn't score. I mean, we had, I mean, the first drive of the game, you know, he defensively, that's a good football coach. He came out in something he's never done in, uh, in his years being a coordinator in the past. And we didn't have a good opening drive. It wasn't a good opening script. We didn't put ourselves, our players in a good position to succeed that first drive just because first games, that's just something new. And uh, so that first drive happened. And then, you know, it kind of, we had two false starts on a first drive. We had two MAs on two different first drives or on the first play of a first drive. So those killed us within a drive. And when you do that, that, that was kind of the tale of the first half was that first half we had four to five drives that that first play just was catastrophic. And now we're putting our quarterback in position on third and nine and third and 12 versus a good defense who's fresh at that point. You can't be calling straight drop back on third and 11, third and nine, third and 10 in the first three, four possessions of a game versus a good defensive line. You're putting your O-line in a bad position, you're putting your quarterback in a bad position. So I put a lot of that on me. We got to improve that uh, on early downs. We got to be simpler on early downs. Uh, that way we put ourselves in, in manageable down and distances, especially early in games before we can wear down a defensive line. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Just as much on me, if not more on me, than it is than it is a player. Because when you ask a guy to go out there and execute something that he's never prepared for or never seen, right, that is very, very difficult. And especially when you're doing that versus a team that's a good football team. That's a top 10 team in the country. So you're asking a guy to go out there and execute a play designed for one look that's been shown uh, in the past, and he has to execute it versus a different look uh, that, has, that he's never repped in his entire life that he's not prepared for, you know, and that's something that uh, first games, that's part of first games, that's part of first quarters in first games is what is that adjustment. And I felt like the best thing we did was if you looked at the success throughout the game, our guys adapted to what they were doing and we improved upon it, which was something we could not do last year. It was almost like the reciprocal of a football game last year. And for us, the further we get into games, I think the more productive we're going to be on those first drives because we'll get you know better intel on what a team does uh, schematically. And uh, if we can put both together, uh, opening drives better, combining that with how we responded throughout the game when we made adjustments. You know, I think we can be a pretty good offense. Yeah, I mean, go, that goes back to the same deal. Early in downs, uh, when you put yourselves in good down and distances, you can run the football. When you get TFLs, negatives, penalties, you can't run the football because you get to second and 15. 
Well, you run the ball for a gain of six, everybody cheers. It's third and nine again, right? So it all goes together. We're a run play action football team. We put ourselves in bad, in bad situations, it's gonna hurt us in the running game. So when we put ourselves in good situations, we didn't take TFLs, when we didn't have penalties, right? Second half of the football game, right? We moved the ball methodically down the field, through the air on a touchdown by Jordan Travis, right? Through a scramble, Jordan scrambled for a gain of 15 on a true drop back where they peeled the end and he had the awareness to, to uh, replace the peeler. And then McKenzie going in there on a third down on the same drive. So when we are, when we're efficient, when we put ourselves in good down and distances, we're a really good football team. When we don't, we're still not very good. For the first time out, how did Malik McClain do with regards to when the ball came his way and off Awesome. I mean, we talked about that kid today. That kid's not a freshman. I mean, technically he is, but he's not. I mean, that's why you enroll early, because you grow up faster. And the way he played the football game without the ball is what defines him. That's why he's on the field. Is it, you can see him make plays. You're going to see him make plays all year and for the next three to four years here. But the reason he's able to play as a true freshman is you watch him when he doesn't have the ball in his hands because that's the mentality he has. He's got that dog in him, and that's what allows him to be on the football field as a true freshman. What's been the response from the quarterback on Sunday night? I think it's been pretty good. I mean, I mean for us, you know, if you, we obviously, like I said earlier, for me personally, I didn't feel like early in the game I put ourselves, our guys, my room in good positions to succeed just with the variations of looks. So a lot of that I told them is on me, right? I got to do a better job giving you looks that they've never even shown to plays just in case they come out and do something different. Uh, because you always got to be prepared for that and I don't think I did a great job doing that with them this week. Uh, now they did do a good job throughout the game adapting and learning what the defense was doing and then adjusting. And that's what I was proud of, that we were a smart enough group to be able to see what they're doing and adjust and adapt and then have success. Because at the end of the day, that's what makes good football teams. Anybody can have a good, a good first few drives, a good script, some would say. Right, you should have a good script. But eventually, defense coordinators get paid too. They're gonna change, they're gonna adjust. Can we adapt when they adapt? And that was something we did this week. Uh, we, we have a plan in terms of whether it's personnel groupings, whether it's formations, uh, whether it's tempo calls, uh, that we have certain guys in certain packages. That way we can kind of guarantee, okay, he's going to be in here. He's going to be in here. He's going to be in here. So it can kind of guarantee touches for us naturally without having to say, hey, we need to get him a touch, put him in on this. this maybe he didn't rep this look as much. So that's our way to kind of guarantee those reps. And then at the same time, we are going, you know, if there's a hot hand, you know, we're going to roll with the hot hand at that position. You guys have said that you've seen the explosiveness come back. Oh, it's unreal. It's, I mean, it's, it's unreal. The work he's put in to get to this point, it's, that's just one of those kids that you root for, that everybody roots for, I mean, that you cheer for. And, I mean, really, that should be our entire football team. It doesn't matter who's out on the field, you know, everybody should cheer and be happy with how we're playing. And we got to get a lot better but our kids are playing hard. And to me, that's the, the minimum standard of what it should be. And we're finally hitting that minimum standard of just playing hard. Now we've got to play smarter, we've got to play faster, we've got to play more efficient. But we, are, we have now finally that week one hit the minimum standard of just giving effort. And you know, it sounds like we should be praised and cheer about that, but at the same time, you know, that's the minimum standard is give effort. That should never be an issue here. That should be who we are. 
Yeah, obviously, you know, people don't take into account the effect Jordan has on a defense. You look at the running game, and you have to account for Jordan every snap. Even though he's not pulling the ball and he's not running a lot because the defense is taking that away, they have to account for him. So you wonder why we have a, an 80-yard run. Well, they're down a hat playing Jordan. You may not have that 80-yard 80, 80 run without Jordan in the football game. So there's a lot of things that go into, that go into the game. You know, the dynamics of how a team calls defense. You know, if you listen to Brian Kelly post game, he said they had kind of two different plans, one for Jordan and one for McKenzie, right? One for the different skill sets. So you look at the success we had in the running game with Jordan, right? There's a reason for that. It's because they're taking away something else. They're trying to take away something else. And when McKenzie get in, I mean, I've seen that kid, obviously, beat my butt multiple times, right? 50 to 58 or whatever our scores were. Right, to see him go back in there, right, Jordan's helmet pops up, Jordan drove us down on a touchdown drive, responds the next drive, we're backed up, drives us down 40 yards, right, he started the comeback, we're rolling, we're about to go score that drive, his helmet gets knocked up, for McKenzie to come in and pick off, pick up right where Jordan left off, and not miss a beat in that drive, is just phenomenal. And then to see Jordan, who was knocked out, right, of that drive for that reason, be able to cheer him on after that, you know, that's what it's about. So, I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's pretty special. No question. Oh, yeah, there's no question. It's just the defense is going to play you a little bit differently. So you may, not, you may not get a post safety as much with Jordan. You may get split safeties, which means if you get split safeties, runs can become more explosive because there's not a guy in the post who can make a tackle if you break the second level. With McKenzie, you may get more post safety, which means there's a post safety who can fit the run late at the second level that prevents a 15-yard run from going 50, right? So how defenses take away different style of quarterbacks dictate your running game? You don't get hung up on the idea of a starting quarterback. right? I get hung up on, you know, we, we put the best quarter. We played who we felt gave us the best chance to win, and we're going to continue to do that. And in my mind, I don't, I don't think that's changed. But it's about Yes. Yeah, I think the key is making a team prepare for both. Regardless of how much are used, it's the, the thought that both can play. You know, that, that's the key. Because every coach in, in America is petrified of the unknown, right? They're, 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 they're not going to go into a game not prepared, right? We'll stay up till 1 a.m. making sure we have a plan for everything. So just the thought process of both of those guys could play within a game, whether they both play or they don't both play, just the thought process of that can drive people crazy. And it makes you prepare for it. And it makes you go teach it to your players. Even though one guy may play 95% of the snaps and the other guy five, you had to teach your players 60-40 because you're paranoid that they're going to do that. Because in coaching, you live in a paranoid world. So our goal is to try to keep people as paranoid as possible. Can you speak to the unselfishness of those guys? Because it only works if they're buying I think it's, it's just the culture of the team. We want to win. It's, it's not a selfish football team. We want to win football games and whatever that takes. And I mean, Jordan led us to 28 points. He led us on a drive going down to the 50, about to score 35 points versus a defense that's only given up 38 points three times in the last three years versus a Notre Dame team. He's been two of the seven times, Jordan Travis starting a quarterback, two of the seven times that Notre Dame's defense has given up 26 points or more in the last three seasons, right? So he's leading us down that drive. 
and to see McKenzie pick him up right where he left off when he gets knocked out and we don't miss a beat, that's what football is about and that's what team is about. No, yeah, physically Jordan, Jordan was not ready to return. So physically Jordan wasn't ready to return, McKenzie was rolling, and uh, the combination of the both, so we just kept him out there, and uh, that was it. Thank you. I appreciate it.